0: Hey there, my name's Daniel. You're about to listen to the Saints Church Podcast and you're about to hear a life-changing message. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy.
1: So good to see you and Hello. so good to see it's you. To see Normally, you. I'm here by myself. <laughs> you're My not name, alone. <laughs> I'm not alone. Normally, uh, you know, it's just me and, yeah. uh, and the screen, you and know, the screen. And, and the friends that come along with me. I but think I'm, you're
0: good friends with the screen. Yeah,
1: now. I'm good friends uh, with the screen and the lights and the cameras. Yeah. Uh, but I'm so thankful that you're here and we get to do this together. Mm-hmm. We're, we're rounding the corner, landing the plane on Embrace the Mystery, unpacking all those layers of the Trinity, mm-hmm. and that's this has been good, this has been great, this has been a lot, but mm-hmm. it's been good, and so we're talking again today about the Holy Spirit, yeah. um, but In terms of a church, you know, what's really cool is some of us are online, some of us are in the room, different locations. Starting Easter Sunday, we're opening up every Sunday at both locations, Mm -hmm. 9.30 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. every Sunday. Plus, online's not going anywhere, 10.30 a.m. online uh, on on our website, YouTube, all those places. And and then you can also join us um, on Optic TV on Channel eight seven nine at ten thirty a.m. or on Yes TV at eleven thirty a.m. So lots. We are of,
0: everywhere.
1: We try to be we as many everywhere. places as we can so that you can connect with That's us right. and we can do this because we're better together and it's That's better right. to do life together. And we've got right. some exciting things coming up. We you got do. Good Friday. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's happening.
0: And we're going to be doing communion on Good Friday. So you can be ready for that.
1: It's a little bit more contemplative as as usual, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be all online uh, at 10.30 a.m. And so we're excited to gather Good Friday online. And then Easter Sunday, you can join us in the room at 9.30 and 11.30. Or you can join us online online at 10.30. And uh, no matter how you join us, it's going to be Absolutely amazing. And I just, I need to do that. I need to encourage you in this season to invite somebody to yeah. experience Easter. This is where we celebrate the, the, the death, but the resurrection of Jesus. This
0: is the good news. And honestly, it has never been easier mm. to invite someone to church than it is right now. If someone yeah. is not ready to be in the room,
1: yeah. they can
0: watch online and they can experience the hope and life. Absolutely. Found in Jesus.
1: Absolutely. So, Invite somebody yeah. this Easter Sunday. Be praying for that person. Uh, some pro tips: pray for them leading up to the invite yes. and the ask, and then yeah. then make that ask and that invite. Yeah. And uh, hey, we are excited. Let's turn to the scriptures. Mm-hmm. We're going to Luke chapter three. You're going to take us in as we as we go. Now, if you're taking notes today, this is a spicy one today. The message <laughs> is called Full. Exposure. Spicy. Come on, it's spicy. Let's go to Luke Luke chapter three.
0: Okay, let's jump into the word. Luke chapter three, 21 to 22 says this. It says, one day when the crowds were being baptized, Jesus himself was baptized. Mm -hmm. As he was praying, the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit in bodily form descended on him like a dove and a voice from heaven said, you are my dearly loved son and you bring me great joy. The beauty of that verse is that the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. rested on Jesus.
1: Absolutely. And we see this beautiful picture of the triune God or or the Trinity. We see Mm -hmm. the love of the Father. You know, we hear his voice speaking, this is my son whom I love. We see the the love of his son as he steps, or the purpose as as the son steps into his purpose. And then we see that he's powered by the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit comes, descends like a dove, rests upon him. It's a beautiful template and... An example for us, but mm-hmm. then something happens.
0: Yeah. So the the interesting thing is sometimes we read that and it's, you know it's a beautiful picture, but we kind of there's sometimes a disconnect right. between that and what happens next. So I want to try and connect those dots right now. So we are going to jump to Luke chapter four, one and two. So following the baptism mm-hmm. and Jesus, uh, the Holy Spirit resting on Jesus. Luke chapter four, one to two says this. It says then Jesus full of the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. Mm -hmm. See what happened after the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus immediately following is that he was led by the Spirit, Mm. full of the Spirit, into the wilderness. right? Not exactly the picture that you anticipate seeing. He's led into the wilderness, a place, a desert place, a, a lonely place. He's mm. led into uh, a challenging place. Again, not what you would expect to follow such a beautiful picture.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there is a, a myth that exists, mm-hmm. right? There's this myth. That would suggest that if I'm following uh, Jesus, if I'm being led by the Holy Spirit, that things are going to be simple. They're going to be easy. They're going to be comfortable. And, and, you know, I actually know where we get this. So if we look in the Amplified Bible in John 14, 26, it says this. I love because it just unpacks all the extra words. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, but the comforter who is the counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby who's the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name meaning Jesus in my place to represent me and to act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and he will cause you to recall or to remind you of or to bring to your remembrance Mm -hmm. everything that I have told you. And so we hear the the Greek word is actually paraclete or parakletos, And the idea is counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, and comforter. But this is the thing, right? This is the moment. Here's the thing. The the reality is that you need a comforter when you're in the midst of something that's uncomfortable, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? That's Mm -hmm. when you need a comforter. And so I agree that it's it's simple, but I would say it's not always easy when you follow Jesus one step at a time. When you are led by the Holy Spirit, he will always lead you in the right direction, in the right manner, in the right timing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's simple to follow, but it's not always easy to walk through. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think about, so, you know, when I think about Jesus, Jesus has all these awesome, like, names, right? Mm -hmm. He's like son of man. That's pretty good. (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, What else we have? The word, Mm -hmm. the visible image of the invisible God. The list goes on. He's got all these awesome names, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I just, I just, I picture this moment in heaven where where God is like handing out these nicknames, and it's kind of like an announcer uh, for like a professional fighter. He's like, and in this corner, the Son of Man, the Word, the visible image of the invisible God, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know. And it's just like, it's just epic and it's amazing. Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit's like, hey, what's my name? Like, what's like, what's my cool, awesome name? And God's like, hey. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. The comforter. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, really? Okay. Like like that that's my name, but that yeah. that's who
0: that's the who Holy is.
1: Spirit is. That's
0: right, that's right. So as we're thinking about this and talking about this, I was reminded of a song that we Mm -hmm. often sing. Maybe you've heard it before. Um, Mm -hmm. It's called Oceans Mm -hmm. by Hillsong United. Are you singing it? I'm not gonna sing it. I'm just gonna, no, I'm not gonna sing it. Um, But there's this line in the song Mm -hmm. that, you know, so easily, you know, you kind of just sing through and it's a beautiful line Mm -hmm. and and it sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. But the line is this, okay? Spirit lead me Mm -hmm. where my trust is without borders. Right. Okay. We love to say that, we love to sing that. It's yep. easy to say, yep. but it's a lot harder to do.
1: Yeah,
0: To go where, you know, trust, we are fully trusting of where the spirit wants to lead us. Right. How is it that I can trust without borders? How mm-hmm. is it that I can trust uh, uh, with, without question? And the answer is, God, you are trustworthy to lead me because you see the end from the beginning. You see what I can't see. Whether it's darkness or wilderness, you see the end Mm. while I only see the beginning. You know, he knows where I need to go now to get to my next.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I think about um, Ecclesiastes 311, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, and this is this is what I'm thinking about in context mm-hmm. of what you just said, right. but people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. That, that's the limit of our capacity is Jesus is leading us. The Holy Spirit is guiding us mm-hmm. and he's helping us take that next step into the next season. But we don't always understand the time or the action Mm -hmm. Why? Because we can't see the whole scope of God's work. We can't see the whole scope. We don't understand what he is doing.
0: Yeah. See, we don't see the whole scope. See, he leads us where we need to go. Mm. But that's not necessarily where we want to go. True. (laughs) Not always where we want to go. But the thing is, with God, there's always a purpose. Mm -hmm. So that's where spirit lead me, where my trust is without borders. Now, Psalm 23 For, and we've heard this a lot Mm -hmm. in church, even when I walk through the darkest valley or some translations say the valley of the shadow of death. Here Mm -hmm. it's the darkest valley. I will not be afraid for you are close beside me, Mm -hmm. my comforter, your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. See, darkness is not always purposeless. Come on. It's not always purposeless. Okay, so something that you might not know about me, you know, but you might not know about me is that um, I actually was trained as a dental assistant. True. So I went to school. uh, I practiced in the dental field Mm -hmm. for a number of years when we first got married. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you learn in dental school um, is how to take x-rays, radiographs. And the process of that has changed a lot now. Same thing with cameras and video, it's, it's more digital now. But when I was being trained, um, you took an x-ray with a film. Right. And you would then have to take that film after you took the x-ray, you wouldn't see anything yet. You would have to take that film to a dark room. And in that dark room, that film would have to be processed, right? There's a whole process to this. In order to get to the intended image There had to be a process that required darkness. Hmm. There had to be a process. And there are seasons in our life where being led by the Spirit looks a lot like that. Hmm. Where being led by the Spirit is all about the process to get to the intended image.
1: Right, right. So he's taken... blurry shapes and he's taking the things that are Mm -hmm. out of focus and he's like he's like he's pulling them into focus and he's giving us through this process a vision a vision of who he created us to be it's like he's Mm -hmm. giving us eyes to see and this this whole thing is Mm -hmm. helping us to understand who he wants us to be who he's created us to be and it's about extracting that gold
0: it is it is and and so here's the other thing that I kind of just jumped out at me as we were planning and preparing for this. And and it helps me see things from a different perspective, which is really important. And, And hopefully from a God perspective is that when the Holy Spirit leads us into places that we find really uncomfortable or really unpleasant, oftentimes that means that something needs to be won or overcome for the purpose of our development. So sometimes we have to go through the stuff to win a battle, whether it's in our mind or in our heart or in our spirit. Sometimes we have to go through that season of darkness, Mm -hmm. go through that process to win a battle that needs to be won inside of us Mm -hmm. for our own development.
1: Right. And so the Holy Spirit leads us into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also says this in Romans 8, uh, 37. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. It also says this, Zechariah 4, verse 6, not by might, not by power, yeah. but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. It's by the spirit of God. It's not by human ability or human thought or, or our capability Mm -hmm. it's about God doing this thing so we're he's leading us into this darkest valley Mm -hmm. so that he can process us Mm -hmm. so that we can learn to trust him Mm -hmm. and look more like the person that he's created us to be
0: exactly and so the other thing is from from that account where Jesus was led into the wilderness see he was led into the wilderness by the spirit Mm -hmm. he's empowered by the spirit and he's alone Except that he's not alone. <laughs> he is confronted mm. in that situation by the enemy, but he wasn't actually alone and he wasn't empty handed. Right. He had the tools he needed in that wilderness season. See, the tools are important. What we carry is important in right. order to navigate that process of darkness. Right. Um, uh, he wasn't empty handed. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you are led by the Holy Spirit, you're not empty handed. You have all of the tools you need to make it through. You carry everything with you because you carry him with you. Luke 4, 3 to 4 says this, Then the devil said to him, If you are the son of God, tell this stone to become a loaf of bread. But Jesus said to him, No, no. Scripture, the scriptures say, people do not live by bread alone.
1: So let's just take this as a, as a bit of a, a case study, yep. right? So this is what Satan, who's also known as the deceiver, does. You mm-hmm. know, it, it, uh, in other places in scripture, it says that Satan comes to you as an angel of light. So yep. he gives you just enough truth, and, and then he just starts to spin mm. the truth. So that's what he's doing. Yep. He, he gives some truth. He get, he actually, it's Jesus in the in, in, and satan in this epic back and forth of bible quotations who knows the bible better yeah. but the Bible is being used as a weapon mm-hmm. against Jesus and is being a, used as a weapon for Jesus. Yeah. And, and Jesus responds and clarifies mm-hmm. and he uses the word to bring clarity. He moves past the half truth or the spin. Now, what's important is that this battle, this epic back and forth, mm-hmm. this is the case study part. It happens three times. Yeah. So they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, I mean,
0: he just keeps trying. He's just going hard.
1: Yeah, but, but Jesus now, he, remember remembers. The the Holy Spirit comes upon him. So then what does the Holy Spirit do? Mm -hmm. This is what the Holy Spirit does and says in John 16, verse 13, it says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. And he will tell you about the future. John 14, 26 says, but when the father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. he will teach you everything and remind you of everything that I have told you. So in this epic, like, Bible off, (laughs) the Holy Spirit is empowering Jesus, bringing to his remembrance Mm -hmm. and bringing truth and clarity Clarity. to the lies and deceptions. You might be wrestling with, I think this is kind of what God says. Listen, if it, like, uh, Nathan spoke about this, Nathan Finocchio a number of weeks ago, like, the the spirit of the prophets subject to the prophets, like, the word, Mm -hmm. like, if if you cannot hold it up against the word of God, Mm -hmm. It's not true, and the it's not the entirety
0: of the word of yeah. God. Yeah, so
1: you might be wrestling through this thought process like, listen, you got it, we got to hold it up against the truth. But mm. now, here's you got to catch this part. This is the cool part. So that interaction happens three times. Each time Jesus refutes him, he brings mm-hmm. clarity, he brings truth. He's empowered by the Holy Spirit yeah. to do that, and, and it's done. And three times in Scripture, the number three is often a number of completion. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he did it means that, that Jesus, who's empowered by the Holy Spirit, means that a person who is empowered by the Spirit understands that God is more than enough, the power of the Holy Spirit is more than enough to bring these things back to you, that you have all that you need that God is more than enough that you will overcome these lies and these deceptions that deceptions that set themselves up against the knowledge of God. So
0: here we go.
1: We are being developed to look more like Christ so that when we come out mm-hmm. of this development room, we look more and more like Him. That's right. So in the wilderness, in the darkest valley, Part of that process of developing that footage
0: mm-hmm.
1: is exposure. Yeah, We are exposed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When things are exposed, you see them for what they really are. Yeah. Jesus comes by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he shines a light and leads us into all truth. Think about this in 2 Corinthians 10. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I think sometimes when we think about the word expose mm.
0: uh,
1: and we think about that in the context of God, we think that mm-hmm. he is going to expose us mm-hmm. for all the things, right? It becomes
0: a, a thing of embarrassment. It's a shameful yeah. thing.
1: Yeah. All the dirty has that
0: connotation. Laundry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That we, so we get nervous when we get afraid that God's yeah. going to do those things. Well, but think about this. He sent his son to actually cover you. Yeah. So that when he looks at you, he looks at you through the blood of Jesus. He looks at you through what his son did. So when God comes and it's an exposure process, it's to call things out as they really are, to put some truth on it. He's gonna he, God is not gonna bring back all the pain. He's not gonna bring back all the mistakes. He's gonna say, Look at what I've done, look at look at how we've got through this, look at how I led you through. He's gonna shine the light of truth on. Can I tell you that when God pulls things into the light and he brings you out and he exposes things for the purpose of development. His voice is not accusation. No. His voice is not condemnation. His voice is to lead you forward. That's, That's right. not his voice. That's, right. That's not the Holy Spirit. That's the voice of the accuser.
0: That's right. That's right. So Michael Todd says this, and I think this kind of encapsulates everything mm-hmm. that we're talking about right now. He says, dark seasons are for development, mm-hmm. not for destruction right not for destruction John 16 uh, hold on. Okay.
1: You, you say that one more time
0: okay I'll say it one more time Michael Todd says this dark seasons are for development not for your destruction John sixteen thirteen says this when the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth huh. all truth
1: he's gonna lead you so so the process yeah. there is a purpose in the process that when God leads you into the darkest valley, mm-hmm. He is bringing things out and He's shining lights. And we also have to remember that in that same passage, He says that He will, His rod, and His staff, are there to protect you, to lead you, and guide you mm-hmm. to fend off from inside, but also to bring some direction to you. Yeah. I want us to again. Let's let's just roll it all the way back to the beginning. Could we, could we go to Genesis three for a moment? Let's start. I know you're like, why are we going to Genesis three? Mm-hmm. I, I just want to I want to show us something here. Yeah. Genesis, Genesis three, verse eight. It says, when the, when the cool evening breezes were blowing, mm-hmm. the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden, so they hid from the Lord among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. And this is how God responds. He says, who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked, have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? in that moment Adam and Eve are exposed but let me ask you this question who led them into that mm-hmm. i can tell you that the person that led them into that was not someone who was protecting them no. not someone who is who is looking after them not someone who is leading them into truth the, the person that led them into that was the same voice of deception that came to tempt jesus in the wilderness The same voice that is the voice of the accuser that would bring back to you your pain, your shame and embarrassment is the same one that says, I'm gonna give you a half truth. I'm gonna give you a little bit. Listen, the voice of the accuser comes to lead you into deception. The voice of the Holy Spirit comes to lead you into all truth. This is Genesis 3, verse seven. The moment after they eat, the moment after they fall into deception. It says, at that moment, Their eyes were open and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig trees together to cover themselves. I'm gonna say this. I think that we've spent a lifetime Mm. sewing some fig leaves together. (laughs) Yep. I think think we spent a lifetime trying to be somebody, trying to be the best person that we could be. We spent a lifetime using the fig leaves of personal development, uh, of accomplishment, but no matter how high we climb, no matter how high we rise, we are simply covering ourselves with the biggest and best fig leaf that we can. When we are exposed, when we are in the season of the darkest valley, God is bringing things to light and he's showing us the people that he created us to be. He is leading us into truth. He's not doing it for the purpose of pain he's using yeah. the process to bring you into your purpose it might seem vulnerable mm-hmm. but in the midst of vulnerability when you're exposed you're vulnerable yeah
0: oh yeah
1: in the midst of that process it's also in the vulnerability that there is intimacy
0: mm-hmm. and there
1: is relationship come on this is what relationship looks like in genesis three twenty-one. yeah And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. He covered them. In the midst of the broken relationship, he covered them. He protected their bodies. He covered their shame. And then he takes it one step further. He loves us so much that he sent his one and only son to cover our sin and to restore our relationship through the blood of Jesus. You might be in the dark. You might be in a dark season. But the Holy Spirit wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. He wants to protect you yeah. on a journey. Yeah. And he is developing you. You. He
0: is developing you. And he is developing, so he's developing you. How is he doing that? He yeah. is developing your capacity. Mm-hmm. I love that word. Your capacity mm-hmm. to trust. Yes. As he demonstrates. See, it's us doing something, but he's also doing something back at the same time. Right. As we um, are being developed and it's increasing our capacity to trust, he demonstrates his goodness mm-hmm. and faithfulness. Right. His goodness and his faithfulness. So, I, I'm not, I don't go to the, I mean, you can't really go to the gym. You can't go right, right now, so you don't but, have to make but I excuses. Didn't, I didn't really go before. Right. But if I did. Yes. If I did, <laughs> <laughs> and I was lifting weights, see, how do you develop muscle? It's resistance, right? Mm-hmm. It's resistance. That whole process of building muscle, of growing capacity, your muscle mm-hmm. capacity, your strength is resistance. Mm-hmm. What do you feel? What is it that you feel when you are in your darkest valley, in your darkest season, mm-hmm. in, in the place where you feel alone yeah. and you feel um, exhausted? It's resistance. Right. You feel resistance. James 1, 3 says this. He says, For you know that when your faith is tested, which can I tell you, when Mm -hmm. you're in the darkness, your faith is being tested, Mm -hmm. your endurance has a chance to grow to grow its capacity, to grow in strength. See, how you went in is not how you are coming out. What you looked like going in is not what you will look like coming out. And with the Holy Spirit upon you, leading you, growing your capacity, that picture coming out is gonna be so much better, so much more beautiful, Mm -hmm. so much more like Jesus with the Holy Spirit leading than when you went in.
1: Yes, I mean, so let me, let me ask you this question. When you're in the darkest valley, when you're in that wilderness,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what are you feeling? You're feeling growth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're feeling the process that is growth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's growing you. Yeah. Why don't you do this? Why don't you turn to somebody, turn to your significant other, whoever's sitting on the couch near you, <laughs> or whoever's near you while you're watching this on your device, and just turn to someone and say, I'm growing. I'm growing over here. I love this uh, Romans 8 says, in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans, and he searches our hearts. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the Mm -hmm. spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So not only is he leading you, but he is praying for you in alignment with God's word that this growing season would be a grace season Mm -hmm. if you would embrace it. So what does growth look like?
0: What does growth look like? Well, I think... When you see something growing, Uh oftentimes you see some change. Uh You see new developments. You see something new being produced Uh that wasn't seen before, wasn't there before. Uh So Galatians 5.22 says this, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Uh Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. There is no law against these things. When we grow, mm-hmm. it looks like new fruits of the spirit being produced in our lives.
1: And I love that they, it's the picture of fruit, right? Because fruit yep. grows from seeds. Yep. And so there it is a small. seed, you know, and he's planting a seed mm-hmm. in you to develop those things. And he's He's exponentially pouring that out on oh, you.
0: And where does the seed go to grow? Yeah. In the soil, goes in, to the, in the, darkness. the darkness.
1: Come on, it goes, right. it goes to the dark. That's
0: right. The Holy Spirit wants to grow your character.
1: Mm.
0: He wants to grow what's inside of you, uh-huh. that seed that's planted in the darkness, what comes out, what beautiful thing that comes out is gonna be this beautiful character that reflects the glory of right. God, the beauty of God, the image of God. It's that, it's that x-ray image that comes out is going to be the image that he has put Mm. has designed for you to be, for you mm. to look like. And he does that by increasing our capacity. So we're going to
1: do this rapid fire. We're going to do this hey, fast. I know I've been doing this a lot often, but it's fun. It's fun to go fast, right? <laughs> so the Holy Spirit is increasing your capacity to what? to trust. Yep. The Holy Spirit is increasing your capacity to trust. We find this in Psalm 23, 4. Mm-hmm. We walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He's he, He's there to protect you, to comfort you, and mm-hmm. to guide you, right? So there's this whole place, and as you move through that thing, you know that He can handle it. The Bible talks about line upon line, precept mm-hmm. on precept. That's in the book of Isaiah, that, yeah. that He is developing this trust. He's developing your trust capacity. Yeah. He's increasing it, that He does this one small thing and you go, oh, if, man... <laughs> if he did one that one step at a time you know and then the next one you take a little bit bigger step that's forward right. the next thing he's doing he's increasing your capacity to see mm-hmm. he's giving you eyes to see you can just jot down john 16:13 he's increasing your capacity in this season to love
0: mm-hmm. and that's, that's a love a, chapter <laughs> yeah, but that seems to be one of the hardest things in this season the let's hardest. just be honest love graciousness for those hey
1: come on. around us 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, just write it down and go read it. Mm-hmm. He's increasing your capacity to love. When the Holy Spirit comes, he increases your capacity to love. If you are more, mm, should You're, I say this? Yes, should. If you are more grumpy after you've encountered God, Mm-mm. then I guess we have to ask who you had an encounter with. Okay. He's increasing your capacity to have compassion before yeah. all these major miracles that Jesus performed. It says yeah. in scripture that he was moved, moved by compassion. Just jot this down Luke 7, verse 13, Matthew 9, verse 36, Mark 6, verse 34, mm-hmm. and Galatians 5, verse 22. The Holy Spirit next is also increasing your capacity to be generous. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Don't talk about Wait my money. Just talk about my character. I'm talking about generosity in every area of your life.
0: Your money your and time, your character are your linked. Your treasure,
1: your talent, just a spirit, your generosity to smile. You might be having the worst day. At, ever. And and you just smile at somebody, and you don't know what that means to them in that moment. Just to be kind and be great, to be generous in, in gesture, to be generous in spirit. But what we do know is that when the Holy Spirit comes, yeah. there's a whole wave of generosity that follows. Uh, Acts 2, verse 42 to 47, they took care of one another mm-hmm. in this community. So God, the Holy Spirit, when he's leading and guiding you, is actually going to be leading you and guiding you to be generous. And part of that is that generosity flips all the way back to trust. If I trust him that I can be generous because I know that if he's leading me, he's leading me to be generous, I can trust him to take care of my needs. Why? Because he loves me. Okay. That's right. Smith Wigglesworth, the great British evangelist, plumber originally, supernatural baby kicker by night. This is a whole other thing. This is a whole story about Smith Wigglesworth. But he says this, great faith is a product of great fights. Great testimonies are the outcome of great tests Mm. and great triumphs can only come out of great trials. Come on, I want you to turn to somebody right now and say, I'm in the greatest fight of my life, yeah. but I'm growing, but I'm growing, but I'm growing. Right. Hey, in just a moment, would you mind praying for us mm-hmm. uh, in, in light of, of what we're digging into today? But mm-hmm. I, just, I just wanna make an opportunity today That if you've never invited Jesus into your heart, into your life, that he wants to walk with you. He wants to lead you, guide you, protect Mm -hmm. you. He wants to take you through these growth and development seasons. And he's doing it for your good so that you could be the person that he created you to be. He wants to walk with you. Mm -hmm. You might have more questions than answers. And Jesus is the answer because he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. So if that's you and you're watching today and you want to invite Jesus into your life, get your phone out. Get your phone out and text the word Jesus, Mm J-E-S-U-S, to 587-400-2010. I'm going to say it one more time. Text the word Jesus to 587-400-2010. And and we want to take this next step with you. We want to walk with you on this journey. We wanna give you some resources, some tips, some tools uh, to help you on this next step with, with Jesus. And the yes. important thing is just to keep coming back. Keep watching us online. However you found us, however you encountered us, keep watching online. And, and then we would love to meet you in person, yes. in real life. Yeah. And you know, right here at St. George Glastonbury or in Glory Hills, we would love to do that. But I wanna pray with you yes. uh, for anyone who wants to make that decision today. Everyone, mm-hmm. let's just repeat this after me. We say, mm-hmm. dear Jesus, I need you now more than ever. So I give you everything, my wins and my losses, my sins and my successes. Forgive me of my sins, and I'm following you one step at a time.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: From this moment forward, you're the king of my life. Mm -hmm. Come live with me. In Jesus' name I pray. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 amen, amen. Hey, we're so proud of you. We're so excited about this next season. Now, yeah. for those of us who are going through, we're
0: going through it. We're going through it. It is a season.
1: Would you pray for us?
0: <laughs> I would, I would love Come to. Come on, church, let's pray together. To. Oh, Jesus, we are so thankful for you. We are so thankful for your Example, we are so thankful that we can look at your life and how you lived and how you walked as an example to us that we can overcome with the power of your spirit. So we just thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. He is a gift Mm. for us in our lives. And we just thank you for him and for his presence, Holy Spirit. We just ask in this season that for so many looks very dark, looks very lonely, is has been and continues to be exhausting on so many levels and for so many reasons. We just ask Holy Spirit, that you would be our leader, that you would be our comforter. We thank you that you know everything that's going on, every situation that we're in, and you are there with the answer, with whatever we need to come through the other side of this process and to come out better than before, to come out reflective of the nature of Christ. And we just thank you, for your wisdom and your discernment and your guidance. We thank you that you are there to produce in us this, the fruit of your spirit that we can't always produce in ourselves. We can't make that happen in situations where we are angry or frustrated. Those are the situations where we need you to take over and take control. Mm-hmm. And so we just, we trust you. We trust you with that. I just uh-huh. declare right now that we trust You, Mm. because you do know the beginning and the end. Mm. You can see the whole scope of where we are in history right now and where we are going. You see the whole scope. You see the whole situation. You see the whole political scenery. You see every person that is struggling, that is walking, that is fighting to put one step in front of the other. We thank you that you see it all and you have the answers, that you are the answer. And we just thank you. And we just ask, Father, that there would just be increased awareness in our hearts and in our spirits right now of the Holy Spirit's presence to lead us and guide us as we follow Jesus one step at a time. And we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening to the Saints Church Podcast. Tune in next time for another great word.